0: What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose to the Sacramento Kings 132 to 118. Should the Wizards shut it down potentially like the Blazers are going to do with Damian Lillard, or should they keep fighting for the plan? Let's talk about it. Let's get started.
1: You are locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
0: day. So, want to make you guys, we just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first lesson every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code On. That's pricepicks.com, promo code Locked On. Washington Wizards lost to the Cavaliers on Friday night, and they also lost to the Kings on Saturday night, both in blowout fashion. Uh, they lost 132-118 to 118 against the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings fans were in Capital One Arena chanting, light the beam. I've never even heard the chant before in my life. Um, uh, but it is what it is on that. That just shows you how the season's going. Now, the Wizards are in the 12th spot, they are behind the Indiana Pacers. Actually, they're tied for the Pacers for the 11th spot, and they're one and a half games behind the Chicago Bulls. Um, Kyle Kuzma had an ankle injury. It's looking if he's going to play uh, tomorrow, if he's going to play on uh, Tuesday night. Um, the Wizards are just doing they've, they've lost the last five out of their last six games. Uh, what are your thoughts on? The Blazers, what they're doing with Damian Lillard, they're gonna shut him down potentially if they are at a contention for the plan. Do you think that's something that the Wizards should copy and go and look towards the draft?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. I think they need to sit Koos down, let him get let him get healthy. He's obviously been battling through injuries. And really, are we gonna really ask this guy to battle through injuries for a plan? Like, <laughs> like I don't see the you know the point. to sit him down, let him get healthy. Really, I mean, look, this is really a chance for the organization to kind of be player-friendly a little bit. Sit him down, let him get healthy. So if he walks, he's healthy enough to go into free agency, but I don't I don't really see the point of asking him to risk further injury for a playing spot. I think it's time to sit him down. I think it's really time to – look, let me say this, man. I think I think the season's over, man. I think the season's done, kaput, finito, man, done. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't see what they're fighting for. You're fighting for a playing spot, which, I mean, I, I think we're done. I think, I think it's it. I think you got to really consider pushing the reset button, rebuild, and start from scratch. I think the hard decisions need to be made in the off season because we've seen this core together, and at best, they're playing a team, and that's just what it is. And what are we fighting for? Um, KP and Coos, do they stay? I don't. I think that's you know we could talk about that later on. You know, going into the off season, but it's just abysmal, man. Is abysmal on every level, you know, from coaching, you know, the MO for this coaching staff is defense. The defense is abysmal. It's hard to watch. It's just, it's terrible. We can't defend the perimeter. We can't defend the paint. We can't get back in defense. They smoke us on, on a transition and we can't even rotate defense. You know, we have guys that are wide open shooting threes every single game this year. So defense just is it's abysmal. It's, t- it's, it's tough to watch. Um, Blown out two games in a row, blown out. And even with the Pistons game, you know a lot of people were kind of getting, you know, feeling pretty good after the business game. And I'm thinking, bro, this is a G league team with eight players out. <laughs> I mean, you know, we really got to be honest here. And the, the honest, we this franchise has to look in the mirror and really ask yourself, what am I doing, man? You know, you look at look at the stat lines, look at the starters with the, the Kings game. Uh Morris, seven points. Look, we know Morris is not a starting point guard, he needs he's best served in the second unit. So point guard obviously is the emphasis going in offseason. Uh Bill, 20 points, but he shot eight for 17 from the field. But four turnovers, if you look at he's the he is the high turnover guy for this game again and again and again, he can miss turnovers again and again. It's turnovers where he's dribbling the ball too much. iso so heavy. I, I, I don't get it. You know, it is what it is at this point. Coos um, 33 points, but shot 12 from 23, four for 11 from three. So he was sh- shot a lot. <laughs> and, you know, with the injuries, you know, is it's unfortunate. But and I hate to see. Kyle Kuzma, you know, really played through injuries and and really potentially, you know, jack his body up for a team that's been playing. I I, just, I think they need to sit him down, man. Um, Gaff again, underwhelming, seven points, two rebounds, and the bench under underperformed again. This bench, I'm not. I was. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to be a fan of the Rui trade. I think the trade is trash. I don't understand what we got back. Uh, Kendrick Nunn's getting garbage minutes, you know, two second rounders. I mean, how <laughs> we can't even draft first rounders. So we really, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just the defense and the, the second unit is trash, man. It's just, we, we can't get enough scoring off the second unit. You know, Denny tries, you know, he got 11 rebounds, but three points. I'm not going to open up that whole Pandora's box when it comes to Denny. I'm not going to get there. I'm just going to say this, that, you know, going into next year is pivotal for Denny. Next year is his contract year. So it behooves him to really work on his game this all season, man. But I, I don't even know what to say, bro, <laughs> because two straight blowouts and we've had the same issues all year long. The defense is is terrible. You know, rebounding is is trash. I mean, the same issues, man. Turnovers is just – they need to really look at themselves in the mirror and ask themselves, what are we trying to do? Because you could call the rest of the second half of the season a loss because can you consistently look at any team on the schedule and say – the Wizards can definitely beat them. I mean, are you sure that we can beat the Magic? (laughs) I'm saying the inconsistency in the defense is you know, I'm just going to cut it there, man. It's just we're so inconsistent, and to me, the season is over. It is over.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't disagree with you. I mean, you can do the Vince Carter. It's over uh, after the dunk contest celebration back in 2000, you know. But, um, yeah, I'll I'll just talk about the game first and then – I'll get into my answer about whether they should shut it down. Um, You just look at the numbers, the three-pointers, Terrence Davis, Keegan Murray. uh, Who else was just lighting them up from three? Um, Malik Monk. uh, They hit 22 threes in our own house. 22 threes. They were 22 for 37. There was no resistance. Wide open threes. Wide open corner threes. Uh, We played zonas sometimes, give them wide open shots. Uh, They had, yeah, Keegan Murray hit five threes. Terrence Davis off the bench hit five threes. And Malik Mon- Monk hit five threes. So three guys hit five threes. Three players hit five threes. Harrison Barn hit two. Kessler Edwards hit two. Uh, even Della Vadova came in and hit one. Davion Mitchell hit two. So they were just hot from three, and we weren't able to stop them. De- 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 Demontis De- 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 Madis- Sabonis had 30 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Almost had a triple-double, 10 for 12 from the field. Um, basically, almost hit 100% from the, from the field as well. So Sabonis, no resistance for him. He dominated I know there was no Porzingis out there, but there's been nights where Porzingis has been out there. Anthony Davis put up 55, Giannis put up 55, and Bede put up almost 40. So we've seen nights where Porzingis has been healthy and Gaffer's been healthy. Both have been dominated by um, just stronger and bigger bigs. Uh, so it was one of those nights again, and it was they run the same plays. I mean, they would just give the ball to Sabonis right at the three-point line. He would do a dribble handoff or just pass it to uh, Davis or Keegan Murray. They would knock down a three or a backdoor cut. Very simple basketball, nothing complex, nothing complicated, the Kings were up by 23 points in our own house. Um, and we were basically li- live or die by Kuzma. Nobody else was, you know, taking shots. Kuzma was taking a lot of shots. I know he was cooking at one point, but nobody else was really taking it. And then Bill Brad didn't really get going until late in the second quarter, the third quarter. You know, you're, you're supposed to be the star of the team. We need you to, you know, basically be there the whole game, not just one or two quarters. You got to be there the whole four quarters. And the loss wasn't just on him. But, you know, when you are – when you have that contract, you just have to be the deciding factor in the game. Um, De'Aaron Fox, he didn't score much, but he controlled the game. The Euro step that he had on – I think it was Kuzma. He just, you know, had Kuzma spinning around in a spin cycle. So, um, yeah, it was just – it was a nasty loss in our own home. Basically almost felt like a road game at our own house against the Sacramento Kings. And no disrespect to the Sacramento Kings, but they're not known to have a fan base that travels like that. So for them to come into DC and chant light the beam, that's basically rock bottom for the Wizards organization. It really is. <laughs> Excuse me. And that's gotta be a sign for them to just, you know, they have to rebuild, retool, really just the whole staff. They need to change this thing. So I mean, we'll we'll get more into the second question. <laughs> but before we do that, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Um, if you would have picked Sabonis over on everything, you probably would have hit, except for the rebounds, and that's really it. Um, but points, rebounds, assists, points, everything over on Sabonis, you definitely would have hit for sure if you would have picked him against the Washington Wizards. Um, it's super easy to use. This is how it works. You pick two to six players, and if they will go score more or less than their prize fixed projection, you win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball. You already know the tournament's going on. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50 price, we'll give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code one and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right. So, this yeah, I mean, this is the last thing I'll say about it, too. Um, the, to answer the question about the whole Damian Lillard thing, how the Blazers, we're basically in a similar situation. You know, they were trying to build around two guards, Dame and CJ. We were trying to build around Brad and and, 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 um, and John. They both hit their ceiling ceilings. The Blazers went farther than us. They went to the Western Conference Finals. We stopped at the second round, so we plateaued there. Um, And they're still just trying to build around Dame. And Dame's preaching the whole thing like, I'm loyal. I get it. I respect it. And then Bradley Bill's trying to do the same thing. Trying to allegedly be the Dirk Nowitzki of the Wizards or whatever. Um, So we're just in that same purgatory spot. But the Blazers are actually being a little bit smarter to the point where they're like, hey, man, we're not going to make this plan in the West going to shut we're just we're going to shut Damian a bit down where i just think the wizards they're just going to keep trying to push and push and push and make this playoff playing push where they really need to look in the mirror like you said man there's what 11 games left just they really need to just go ahead and bottom out and there's some really good guys in the draft um i'm a maryland fan i saw what brandon miller did the other night to the, to the terps um there's just so many good guys that you just don't know you never know what your luck can be man if you keep losing and they're really not that far off if you look at the standings they're what, the sixth team in the, in the league? They're the sixth worst team in the league. They're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're battling with the Portland Trailblazers to be that, to have the sixth worst record. And if you can get as many ping pong balls in the lottery, I, I would say take it I mean, I know it's another conversation for the off season. but um, I just think the season is over. Like you said, Brandon, I think when Kyle Kuzma went up to the podium and he said they're not a big three, they don't have any all-stars, which is what me, me and you said three months ago before the season even started, they're just not, they're not a big three. They're just not. And it's okay to not be a big three. They can be good players. They can be a solid three. But they they have to play hard. And they play together. And they just haven't done that the past couple of nights. I think what Kuzma said, the things that he said about Bradley Bill and the clutch shots where, you know, they're just going to give the ball to Brad. You know, he's supposed to be the closer and all that. You know, that's just stuff that is true, but you may not want to say it to the media. And I think the, the guys heard it. He, they heard what Kuzma said, and it might have rubbed some guys the wrong way. He also said that they complained to the refs too much. That probably rubbed some guys the wrong way, too. So I just think I'm not blaming Kuz, but I think ever since Kuzma said those comments, the body language has been off. Um, it looks like they're just ready to say one, two, three, Cancun and get on the jet and head on vacation. Um, and the two losses to the Hawks, you had to at least get one, but they lost both at home. You had to get one. And now you look at the schedule, too, man. We'll probably talk about the schedule, upcoming schedule for the next couple of games, but they got to play the Bucks again. They got to play some good teams coming up. So um, even the Magic, you know, the Magic aren't – they're not scrubs at all. They're they're not too far off from the Wizards. We're 32 and 39. They're 29 to 42, so we can't look at the Magic any kind of way at all. So – but that's just my thoughts on it. Um, it, It's not looking good right now. I don't even see them making the play, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not going to be too long with it, man, but I'll say this. Um, Too many Chiefs, not enough Indians with this organization, man. You know, you got – look, this is the second year in a row where you've had a player point out the fact that bradley bill takes so much of the attention of this franchise that isn't there's not enough light to shine on anybody else and that's look there's no look, they even said it there's no plays being called for anybody else but bradley bill with him dribbling the ball off his foot so many daggone times this year they still letting him do it i mean he he, he it's frustrating because if you look at they, they're giving him so much power and it's rubbing people the wrong way look at the you know they gave him power to, to have influence over moves okay he, he advocated. He wants Spencer Diwiti. That lasted what to the All Star break? Like, <laughs> I mean, then you know, Tommy's got to you know clean up the mess. Look, look, who's in control here? You know, is it, it, Ted Leonsis in control? You know, it, who's in control? Who's really calling the shots? You know, it's just it, it, it. This it's just ah, it, it gets to me, man, because you know, I understand that they they try to clean up the image of the organization following John Wall dealing with Gilbert Arenas, the gun incident, and John Wall. You know, I get all that. You know, I get it. Um, I'm, I'm a big John Wall fella. I I didn't I didn't like him being traded, but it is what it is. I get it. But when they made a decision to hand the keys to Bradley Bill, knowing daggone well that he was not a top-tier guy, they banked on him taking that leap, which he has not taken. And he's actually, I mean, if you look at it, yeah, he's averaging 23 points, but you know, his, his numbers went down. You know, and he's not even a three point shooter anymore. He's a mid-range guy, which is cool. But this this make believe playing house, like it, it's gotta stop, man. Bradley Bill's not that guy. He's not that guy, you know. I, I I'm tired of the, the laughing, the joking around. You know the you know the plan. Look, stop. It's it's over, man. You know I, how serious. i mean Look, the fan base wants a championship, man. Straight up, we won a championship. The, I don't know what the vision is for this ownership. You know, you see Tellyansas on on the sidelines with his little chain, looking like a cornball. But <laughs> I mean, what's is, what is the vision here, man? Like, <laughs> what's the vision? Like, it's all cute and all that, but. Look, we're not a good team, man. <laughs> I mean, and why we refuse to hit that rebuild button, I'll never ever tank. That that's somebody who like has a track record of success that says that. Like you can't you can't be a sub 500 franchise and say we ain't never gonna try to tank. I mean, when have you ever stopped? Like I just it, it angers me because they, look, the season's over. I mean, this you we can try to find momentum and try to win some games, but the season's over because we what are we really fighting for a plan? Like, even if we make the playoffs, we're going to get drummed out in the first round. So what's the point? No, I think that a lot. There's a lot of decisions need to be made because these two really these last three games, they say a lot about this franchise and where it's headed. You know, Detroit, you know, the fact I'm going to say this, man, the fact that a lot of fans were puffing the chest out, beating a G League team who had eight guys out says a lot. And then we get totally blown out the frame to let these next two games. By teams who they're serious about contending, and really, if you you, you talked about Cleveland, you talked about Sacramento. These are small market teams, man, who, who free agents don't want to go there. They are the blueprint. Cleveland and Sacramento. What did they do? They 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 worked through the draft. They 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 scouted. They really hit the mark on draft picks. And then when it came time to make that step forward, they they added that piece. Whether it's Sabonis for Sacramento, whether it was Donovan Mitchell for Cleveland, but. You can't cobble a bunch of people together and say, oh, man, we're going to try to do something. Like, no, nah. rebuild. Tear it all the way down. Look, Tommy Shepard, he, he needs, he needs to interview for his job again. Easy. He needs to interview for his job. If not, go out there and get a GM who's worth the dag I mean, look, what's unsell? look, he's he, he going to have to be a heck of a sweet talker to keep that job, if I'm a man, because he came in here with the M.O. that this was a defensive-minded system, and the defense is lost in the sauce. So you got to look at this organization and say, look, <laughs> we got to tear down from GM. I mean, look, you can even look at ownership, man. Look, Tellyon says, I challenge you this, man. Treat the Wizards like you do the Capitals. Treat the, treat the Wizards like you do the Capitals. You built the Capitals up to be a contender, and that's cool. And I- I'm a DC fan. Thank you for your service. But look, the Wizards, man, you really got to ask yourself, we haven't won a championship since 1978, bro. Like, we rebuild. What are you holding on to? Bradley Bill, you really going to put us through four more years of this? Like four more years of this. This is mediocre basketball. That with no vision, just a bunch of blind guys wandering around the court, hoping the ball goes into the hoop, man. And, and it really, the quite frankly, the most entertaining part of the game is listening to Chris Miller because he's funny, man. But I mean, it's just it's abysmal. We got to stop it, rebuild because just 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 rebuild. And I, I'm gonna end it there, man.
0: Yeah, um, I, I do want to piggyback off of what you said about Rui. Um, they're clearly missing him off the bench I think that trade might be a fireable trade uh, I think that might be one of the things that that breaks the the camel's back um and then the whole point about him saying that it is freeing up minutes for Denny and I, I like Denny but he's not playing he's not playing well right now he's just not shooting the ball well right now he's struggling he went up he got blocked by Malik monk he just you know you, you just gotta go stronger than that. And you can't – and I know there's a lot of Denny fans in here in the chat. They're always saying that somebody's holding them back. Rui's holding them back. Um, who else? Are, they're trying to say Kuzma's holding them back. Nobody's holding them back. You got to look at yourself in the mirror, man. You got to make threes. You got to make wide-open threes. You just have to, and he's not doing that. We just don't have any firepower off the bench. Corey kispert has been trying. He's been playing pretty well as of late. Um, but we're really missing that firepower off the bench. And Rui – and I'm not saying Rui's a savior or anything like that. But when you give away 15 points off the bench – uh, it hurts. It hurts you. And, and clearly we're missing that. And ever since that trade, I know we went on the run. Turbo had his run, um, but he's been very inconsistent. Man, he's had games with like two points, zero points, one game with 13 against the Pistons, but wildly, wildly inconsistent. He's looking like another guy that's going to be traded again before um, the trade deal. Another another first round pick that's going to be traded.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to say my piece and I'm going to go ahead and go to the ads, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll say this. You know, if, if I'm the Wizards, and if, if I'm the GM, easy. I'm letting Coos and KP walk. Go ahead, man, because they're going to. If I'm KP, why would you want to stay? I mean, if I'm Coos, man, other than this ridiculous contract that we're about to offer him, that's the only reason he stays is for the money, man. But, you know, if you look at Denny, look, I know that he got a lot of fans. And I, I think he's a good talent. I'm not going to say he's trash. He's not. He's got a lot of potential. He's shown that he can play. It's just consistency. And I think he's best served on a team that's going to develop him. So, you know, I'm going to take these two second rounders and I'm I'm going to trade him and the two second rounders and try to get another pick. I'm going into this draft with at least two picks because there's, I'm telling you, man, this is a loaded draft. I mean, one to 15 has enough talent to really help an organization. And if you can come out of this draft with two quality picks, including Kispert, Johnny Davis, or, you know, let the young guys, you know, let them play, man. It's time to, to rebuild. I just, because... Another thing that really baffles my mind before we move on is Ted Leon says you know that if we make the playoffs, you don't get that pick, so you're going to you're going to you're going to put that, that pick in jeopardy for a plan for play a first round exit. I just I, who's running who's running the show? Like <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man, stop with this fantasy. Oh, plan. I mean, nobody nobody starts a year trying to go to the plan. It's like how many you think the University of Kansas says, all right, all right, gentlemen, you know, look, the goal this year is the NIT. Nobody's buying that. Or, or else the recruiting's going out the window. I'm just saying. So I'm gonna end it there, man. You know, they um in short, this organization, man, really has to figure out what it wants to do for the next three to five years because this ain't it. So before we move on to comments, tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan Area. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Now, I don't see many Wizards players that had a recent performance that had player of the week, so I'm going to roll with a lot of the concept and words that make the Aria such a wonderful car. Well, it's electric. It's brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful, and drivers on duality, combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful, but strong. The perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs to pen you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The electric vehicle for people who love to drive. Shop now at ye- NissanUSA.com. Tonight's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorite. I know I'll be voting for the coconut puff. And if you want the Wizards to win, then you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar of Puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar of Puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked on listeners will get a free box of Built. Oh, not only that, but one locked on fan will win a 12 month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars of Puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. Oh, man. You got to try Built. Built, the best protein bar ever. Ever. Seriously. They're so amazing, you won't think they're good for you. What makes Built bars and Puffs so good? Well, for starters, they're all high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Run to Mad, com right now to vote for your favorite bar of puff, and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. So, let's go ahead and slide in the comments because I know there's some interesting comments tonight. So, I definitely appreciate everybody. Alright, so... We'll
0: probably read uh, one or two. We'll probably save some for tomorrow. Got you. Alright. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> it's hard to just read one. I know. <laughs> um B Z said finally I said Rui was a bum trade. I mean, yeah, we, we said that the the only thing is is that none <coughs> excuse me none started off really, really, well when he first came here. Um he showed some flashes, he had a nice dunk against the rockets, um energy making shots coming off the bench, playing well, and then now he's just – he can't he can't hit any threes, he can't shoot, not really providing much on defense. He's just unplayable. He really has – he's basically like what Will Barton was. Well, Will Barton was just – the decision-making was questionable. The shot selection was questionable. Um, Yeah, he's on the end of the bench. So, to trade a guy who's giving you 10 to 15 points, sometimes a 30-point, he's, he's capable of giving you 30 points off of the bench for 25, to trade them for that – uh, I think it's a fireable offense. I really is. I, I really do. I think I think it's I think it's something where you have to evaluate management. And when you make decisions like that that you know cost your franchise, and I think Rui could have helped them make the playoff or play-in push that they wanted to make. Um, I think it's it's where somebody should be on the hot seat for that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you could point out that the KP trade was was decent, but you also gotta look at the other dynamic. How much were they pushing him out the door? We we know that KP he wasn't working with uh Luca and they were looking for a team to pick it up, so yeah, I think that it was a good trade in hindsight. you know, absolutely with, with KP being healthy, you know, the Daniel Gaffer trade. i you know, I'm a big fan of it, but outside of that, yeah, it's that it's dagger, yeah, it is a fireball offense, man, because you just took a top bench score for what a second, a bunch, a, a couple of second round picks, like and Kendrick Nunn, like you said, Kendrick Nunn, he came in on fire for like three games and then. You're just like, all right, man, <laughs> I'm gonna see y'all. And he sit down on the bench. It's like I just I don't get it, man. It was it was abysmal trade, especially for a team that quite frankly is trying to make a push for play playing playoff spot. Why would you get rid of your top bench option? And we said it at the you know when it happened, you know, look, they're gonna really need somebody to pick it up and be a bench score for this team. And what's happening? They have nobody on this bench who can consistently score, and then you're really dependent on Denny to score 15-20 points a night. Have fun with that because <laughs> have fun.
0: Yeah, it, it's just not his game. It's not – Denny's game is not scoring. It's just not. His game is passing and defending. He's got to stop complaining to the refs. Um, you know, I don't know. Working out with Drew Halen was supposed to help him, but honestly he's gotten worse. I don't I don't know how he could have got worse shooting the three, but somehow he's found a way to get worse at shooting threes. Um, so it, it, it's just – after the all star break has been disappointing. Kuzma's been struggling a little bit. He finally went off last night or yeah, you know, last night at 33. Um, just as a team, they've they've really <laughs> excuse me, struggled after the all star break. Um, and then these are the writing's on the wall for Denny to get traded. He, he's not gonna make it, he's not gonna get another contract. He's just not. Um it's just what happens with first round picks.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. And you know, and just you said that earlier. If you're not re signing your, your first round picks, what does that say? You know, you got to step the game up with scouting. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that's you. Know, yeah, it's just, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, ben said, we got none in back for that trade. <laughs> Shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Let's see. Uh, Joe for Love said, once again, another lost year. You get blown out at home and a must win game rebuild is upon us. Yeah, it is. I think this is the time, man. You know, we we've tried it and. We see what the ceiling is, and we see what the floor is with this with this core, man. And I, for one, don't think is a foundation for a contender. So, I
0: right. think it's time
1: to rebuild.
0: Uh, uh, so I guess we'll do one or two more. Um, Chip said, "I told you it was a bad mistake." Um, yeah, you got Xavier Cooks. The only thing I, I when I saw Xavier Cooks last night, and it, it just tells you how they build the roster. They don't get shooters. They don't really get athletes now. Cooks is an athlete, and I know he just got off the plane, so he's probably got you know jet lag stuff like that. But um, he he just looked like I don't I don't really expect much from him. And how can you expect much from him? But they don't get the modern basketball player. They don't get guys that can shoot, that can knock down a three, that can you know three level scores. They just don't like to do that. They don't like to bring in guys that can do. I'd rather than bring up Quentin Jackson from the G League. That's that's one guy I want to see play. Let Johnny Davis play a little bit more. Quentin Jackson just had a triple double. I think that might be their best pickup of the whole. Other than DeLong, right? That might Quentin Jackson. He he probably you might have to look at them at him as your draft pick because and I, I like Johnny a lot. I want to I don't want to bag on Johnny because Johnny's starting to play better, but I think Quentin Jackson. Honestly, I think he's the rookie that may that actually looks ready to that has the higher potential highest potential right now um so i I think they need to they just need to give quentin jackson some playing time they need to give him 25 to 30 minutes and like like we talked about with damian lillard shut brad down kuz has got a bad ankle perzingis has a illness um you know so we'll see how long the illness he'll be out with his illness um, but yeah, Quinn Jackson's guy. I think they need to get some playing time too. A lot of playing, not just five, 10 minutes, like 30 minutes. They need to just let that guy play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I said it earlier, man. I think this is the perfect time to really see where these young guys are at. Mm-hmm. Give them some time. You know, Johnny Davis, man, I, I, I say this, you know, with some proper playing time, he's really evolved. I mean, he's, you know, he's really worked his butt off to get to the point where he's contributing at the NBA level. You know, I I get it four points here, 11 points there, but I saw enough about his game lately that, you know, a lot of those issues mentally that he was dealing with in the beginning of the year, he's not dealing with anymore. He's got confidence. So I'm really intrigued with 25 minutes a night what Johnny Davis can do, you know, same thing. You know what I mean? Like, let, let Denny take 30 minutes a night, put the ball in his hands and everybody who advocates for him to be that orchestrator. Let's see it. You know, same thing with, you know, Kisper. Let's find out what his ceiling is. But. This, this whole charade, like, it, you know, like this solid three is just going to, oh, you hit the switch and all this, Nah, man, it's over. And, you know, Xavier Cooks, man, I'll say this. He looks he looks intriguing, but it is so cornballish of Tommy Shepard to be like, oh, well, we got reinforcements on the way. We got Xavier Cooks from the Australian mm-hmm. Basketball League coming, man. So, y'all, y'all come on, man. It's, it's, it's over. Go, yeah. go ahead and give these guys some time to develop and we'll see what we got so
0: yeah cooks doesn't shoot any threes he doesn't provide anything from the outside which is what the wizards could definitely use but he provides athleticism and hustle so it's kind of just like the old school way of thinking they're just not getting any guys that can shoot the three and and space the floor and i i I just you know it's an interesting move to bring him in right now when the season basically and they signed him to a four-year deal so it's a nice it's a nice lengthy deal man um so we'll, we'll see how it works out. Is, is he going to take minutes away from Denny just like Anthony Gill does? Or, you know, like you said with Denny, just, yeah, I, I would just let him play, <coughs> excuse me, let him make mistakes. Um Give him 35 to 40 minutes a game. Just let everybody play at this. Isaiah Todd, give him 15, uh, 20 minutes a game for these last 10, 11 games, you know, and, and if they lose, that would give him better position for the draft, but we'll, we'll talk about more about this tomorrow. So um but, yeah, we just want to thank you guys for listening uh, and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, check out the Game to Game podcast. Every moment, every time performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow the Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.